The People's Talk Show is starting now and it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All righty, all righty. Happy Monday to everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. As always, looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. Um, as always, never a dull moment. Hope everyone had a great weekend and uh, had a chance to uh, unplug a little bit. And heading into the Christmas season, I want to definitely uh, be a little bit more upbeat and uh, you know, getting ready for the new year. A lot of exciting things uh, planned ahead for myself and hopefully you as well. And I want to make sure we can touch on a variety of subjects tonight. I have, whew, I have maybe 10 to 15 tabs <laughs> of just stories that caught my attention and I may not get to them all, but I definitely want to make sure I give everybody a chance here to let their voice be heard. So welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike. For those who might be new, perhaps, uh, as always, I want to make sure that if you are new, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And I would love to acknowledge your presence as well as uh, just thank you for being a part of the community. And if you're a returning member, welcome. Let me know what's on your radar. Let me know where you're watching from. We'll definitely love to give you a shout out. And uh, yeah, have some fun tonight, man. It's always about having fun and trying to be um, a little bit more upbeat. That's my goal for tonight as best I can, even though the stories may not necessarily be all that you know, positive in a sense, but it's what you make of it, people. Okay, let me uh, just check in real quick. We got... Uh, Neil's Hand Dynasty says, buy silver and platinum. That's your favorite uh, mantra there, man. Appreciate you. We got Black Swan. Steve says, leave the world behind. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little bit harder. That's uh, not easy. That's not easy, man. Uh, we got Ed checking in as well. We got Juliet Larry checking in with a question mark. Not sure what that's about. Uh, Fishbowl Media checking in. We have Evola Sunglasses from England. How you doing? Appreciate you for joining us. Uh, what else? We got new queen of rap. It says it's going to be one wild 2024 layoffs, cyber attacks, politics, recession, and war. New queen. Why you got to do that to us? We're trying to be more positive tonight. Come on now. Give me some good news. What's happening good out there? No, but uh, yeah, those are all concerns. But then again, every year I kind of do like a a, a market, not a market, but a, a yearly wrap up of events that really caught people's attention uh, from the previous year. So basically 2023. And I would say a lot of those things that you mentioned are prevalent now. And so as far as uh, we got layoffs, been talking about that for several years now. And I really pay attention to the layoffs happening in Motor City because the auto manufacturing industry is the, like the has been the backbone of our country has been so that's changing um what else cyber attacks always some happening i got some news about that today politics has always been divide and conquer you know good guy bad guy all that crap man political theater recession the economy ain't been good for quite some time now so nothing new there and then of course war <laughs> that's always been there so but then again i'd imagine 2024 could be an escalation of all those things mentioned so we will see. Uh, okay, so let me um, let me see here. Let me see. Make sure everybody, if you haven't, if you have not, if you have not, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully that helps, you know, notify more people so they can plug in. I believe there is a lot more people that would like to plug in. But then again, I've tried to, you know, learn on the back end how to, I guess, be more favorable for the algorithm so people can get, actually get notified. But 
It's really not up to me. So it's more so up to the community. It's more so based upon interaction in the comment section, the chat, and feedback after the live stream ends that determine whether or not uh, the algorithm think this content is worthy enough. So anyway, okay, so let's have some fun tonight, man. Let's have some fun tonight. All right, so let's jump right in. And before I do, I got to make sure I always big up for Patriots.com just because, uh, once again, until stuff actually hits the fan officially, I'm going to continue to tell people to be as prepared as they can, whatever that means to you at this current point. If everybody is different, but once again, you never know who might be that first person to the community who may not know nothing about the idea of having a something, something a little bit extra on the side. So for Patriots.com forward slash RTD will take you to this emergency preparedness deals page. And they keep adding stuff as we get closer to the Christmas uh, uh, day. So they're adding stuff now. Things are being shipped out. So it's not no problem whatsoever. And it's a variety of ish, the things you can use from food, to energy, to water, to seas, to medicine. I mean, you name it, they probably have it. But of course, this page here is the more things that are more, it's are cheaper rather. So I want to encourage you guys to take advantage of this if you're interested. Uh, fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. The link is in the description. And of course, by you guys supporting them, they support me. And it's a uh, win-win for everybody. So appreciate you guys, man, for showing love. And let's keep it moving. All right. So in, in no particular order, in no particular order, let me close some windows out here. In no particular order, I have a lot of articles that caught my attention, of which a good portion of these, a good portion of these, I end up putting into the uh, Telegram page. So if you guys have not, I encourage you to join the Telegram page so you'll stay up to date ahead of time. And of course, feel free to please put stuff there because I grab a lot of stuff from the community as well. So it makes it easier for me to gather all this information and bring to you guys tonight. But I'm gonna just thumb through some of these headlines here because it's the headlines or the narrative that they're trying to uh, relay that is most important, especially when it comes to the underlying uh, theme of everything we're experiencing. It has to do with the monetary shift. And so here we have more countries. And what is the most surprising to me is that at this current moment, given all the events that's unfolded with the BRICS announcement, all the you know trade agreements and everything happening out East, more and more countries, the smaller countries that four or five years ago would have never thought about publicly acknowledging the fact that they are wanting to use the dollar less and focus on using their own currencies. That would have never been heard of prior to the BRICS movements, just because the West would have made sure that that country or that person would have been put in line. But then again, now it's no holds bar. So Malaysia's Anwar pushes for local currency transactions and trade. And so he's just one nation out of many that's talked about in this article here about just deciding to, hey, let's just reduce our dependence on the Federal Reserve note as well as their other liabilities. So this is going to be a continual trend, small now, but it's going to continue to grow. So it's just more of a uh, more of a hindrance that the West can't really afford to uh, deal with, given all the other issues uh, the world is facing. But uh, it just talks about how. The Malaysian ringgit has been has dipped by around 5% against the U.S. dollar, hitting as low as 25 years in late October. And he's basically saying that, you know, the growth is good. Un unemployment is low. Inflation is low. Investors are coming in. So how is it the ringgit is so low? <laughs> he's basically saying because our because a dollar is, you know, the head honcho is making their currency look like trash. And so he said it goes against economic fundamentals, but nobody can explain, said Anwar, who is also a finance minister. Well, the the reason is the Fed. 
he's blaming the Fed and the strong dollar policy. So the prime minister acknowledged that the dollar's importance, that the country does not aim for independence from the greenback. In fact, my uh, intervention here is to is not de-dollarization. It will take time. The U.S. dollar is still an important medium of exchange, but we can reduce dependency at least gradually. So just a little bit of information on Malaysia for whatever that's worth. Okay, but another nation. So here's another interesting story that I think will be talked about more, but uh, it has to do with the London Metals Exchange looking to partner with the Shanghai Futures Exchange. And so given the fact that there's been a lot of momentum in the Eastern Hemisphere uh, in reference to metals and particularly gold because they settle gold out there in actual physical. Uh, and so it looks like LME plans new metal contracts using the Shanghai Future Exchange, Exchange prices. So as we get further into this restructuring of the monetary award order, gold is becoming more front and center in the race to get out of U.S. liabilities. And so the price difference between the East and West Hemisphere will continue to uh, become noticeable. And it looks like the London market, London's Metals Exchange is looking to get a piece of that action. And so they're going to link their contracts, if this actually goes through, with the price action over in Shanghai. So it's going to allow the Western traders to basically be able to benefit off of that, you know, a little bit of a spread there and make some money when it comes to these contracts. So uh, I'm not quite sure how this will play out in the long run. This could just be the West trying to get involved in the trading market activity because it talks a lot about here. Uh, real quick here, it says, uh, basically, what it, uh, we go down to the bottom here. Uh, it says, basically, with cross-listing, the LME would have a contract that settles against the Shanghai Futures price for its members. It says LME will be able to grow its volume and income. So they're in it to profit off of the price differences that will begin to emerge eventually when gold breaks free and the West is no longer to, you know, really clamp down on the price. So we'll find out more about that, but gold is at the primary staple of this conversation here, of course. Then another one here about gold. This is from South China Morning Post. As of today, it says Asia's central bank snap up gold in new normal to reduce risk from U.S. dollars. And one of the things that stood out to me was, uh, what does it say here about uh, the floor? It says that in turn has provided a floor to gold prices, powering prices to near historic highs of about 2000 per troy ounce, fueled by expectations of interest rate cuts by the U.S. Federal Reserve next year after a cycle of hikes over the past couple of years. But the fact that they're talking about the $2,000 per ounce price in USD terms being considered a floor. Let's us know that uh, if 2000 is the floor, then what's the ceiling? Hmm. We're going to find out. So just more information here about the importance of gold in this new normal coming from the East this is a narrative coming from the East. Make of it what you may. But yeah, between more nations want to use their own currencies, more nations trying to profit off of the uh, metals spread. And then you have more banks swapping up gold. Yeah, this is ultimately a shuffling of the deck. And then next article here, this is a uh, very interesting, but I'll, I'll spare you this one, but it just talks about Africa and how Africa is basically at the center point of what's happened between the East and West alleged conflict where it says China's de-dollarization message finds a receptive audience in North Africa. So basically just talking about 
with the new addition possibly of those six nations, which one of which is Egypt. And uh, so I think Egypt and Saudi Arabia being the two African region nations that have been invited. There's a long list of other nations in Africa that wants part of that union. And so this article is basically saying that China has, by them utilizing the BRICS uh, uh, organization to further spread the yuan, as well as all the other things that are coming, it's making more of the African nations want to join suit because A, the dollar problem they have and the debt issue with the Western IMF, World Bank, all those institutions. And China is majority of the nations is looking to be a part of this union, biggest trade partners. And so they talked about uh, how earlier this year, five, three of the five countries in North Africa, Tunisia, uh, Algeria and Egypt applied to the BRICS, but only Egypt got in. And what strategic is Egypt has trading partners with all the other nations that have not been invited to the BRICS. So ultimately China will get access to all those other nations through Egypt at some point. And so basically talking about how this development here is creating a, a, a web of inter interconnectedness spurred on by the BRICS led by China and of course, Russia. So basically saying that the nations that are not part of the BRICS, they're still going to get a lot of action through the BRICS because they trade with the partners that will be in the BRICS. So just more of what's happening outside the mainstream narrative. We want to hear here, here over here in the West about uh, the world, the rest of the world moving on at some point from our issues. So that's just a little bit of a de-dollarization de stuff. Okay. So closer to home, closer to home. Here's uh, what's really happening in main street now. So we have, Wells Fargo shutters 12 branches in a week while Bank of America access five amid, it says a banking bloodbath. Two interesting words to use for the current uh, consolidation of the banking sector, getting ready for, I guess, some event down the line. So the goal is to have as much uh, or close as many branches as possible so that after whatever comes about in the future, it'll be a lot easier and will be more limited, I guess, more, more, um, more agile when it comes time to moving in the financial sector, they're going to try to put in place. But real quick here, I won't bore you. Uh, I'll just read some headlines here. It says banks filed to close 30 branches just last week. Citizens bank, Chase, Webster, Key Bank, Bank First and First National Bank of Waverly also announced uh, closure. So this is just what's happening. You know, and so it's basically says, is, is, is there a local bank in your neighborhood is probably up next. So more banking issues here. OK, so I guess one of the key subjects that I saw this morning was the whole closure. Of the Red Sea and how the global supply chain is going to be a problem this upcoming, perhaps winter, spring, due to a lot of ships diverting course or slowing down altogether, which once again, it's, it's amazing. What, what really stood out to me is that the way that the Western military industrial complex has been spread out over the world for so long. And all of a sudden now there's some Houthis, radical terrorists, whatever you want to call them, causing this much problem in a region that is supposedly heavily guarded that the U S have had under its radar forever. So where's the U.S. in all this? Or could this be the fact that the U.S. wouldn't mind seeing more disruption in the supply chain and everything related to that? And so they're making this issue here look bigger than what it really is because it's what they want to occur. 
So that's my little guess here, because with the, all the military presence we have all around the world, how come some people in these small ships are able to cause so much so much of a ruckus? So let me know it's, it's intentional. The U.S. literally wants this. But real quick here, it says uh, attacks on Iranian-backed Houthi uh, militia, militants on ships on the Red Sea have already rocked global trade. And there could be more disruptions and price increases to come for shipments of goods and fuel. So basically, more price increases in the near future. It says several major ship lines and oil transporters have suspended their services through the Red Sea as more than a dozen vessels have come under attack. Okay. We got some of the most sophisticated military might and power in that region. All of a sudden you got some, yeah, okay, hard to believe. But anyway, here's some of the companies. MSC, Maersk, Hapik Lloyd, CMA, CMA, G, CGM, Yang Ming, Evergreen have all said they will divert all shipping journeys immediately to secure the safety of their vessels collectively. These Ocean carriers represent around 60% of global trade. So imagine slashing or slowing down or minimizing 60% of global trade, all because of some rebels, some militants, supposed to be unorganized individuals causing ruckus. Now, this is this is all strategically planned. So anyway, doesn't surprise me one bit. Next article here. US-led Red Sea Patrol Force formed in response. U.S. led. Come on now. Come on now. These, I mean, this is all. Uh, anyway, this is just more destruction and more diversion tactics right under our noses. So anyway, keep it moving. Okay, here's next, another one. Texas governor signs new immigration law allowing state to arrest migrants. So we'll find out how this goes. But the law known as SB4 gives Texas law enforcement authority, the power, authority, the power to stop, arrest and jail migrants on new state level um, uh, legal entry charges. So yeah, they're coming by the hundreds and thousands. What you going to do with them? Arrest them and put, put them where? Okay. A little bit too late governor. Anyway, more news on cyber attacks. Next couple articles here, all about cyber attacks. So clearly they want to, they want us to be mindful of the fact that that's, we're still in cyber t- attack season. It says is really linked har- uh, hacker group behind major cyber attack on Iran's petrol station. Okay, leave it at that. Then, this is something that says uh, Kitco.com, our online store, are temporarily unavailable. It says they're having cybersecurity incidents over there. So, yeah, issues. Washington County government hit by cyber attack, official says. This is as of today. So, yeah. Massive Russian cyber attack on Italian civil service. So between everybody and mother throwing cyber attacks around. Anyway, keeping it moving. And lastly, Iceland, the the volcano in Grindavik finally, not finally, but just recently erupted. So uh, never a good thing. So it says here, fearing a significant outbreak in the Reykjavik Peninsula, authorities evacuated nearly 4,000 inhabitants, you know, early in November. And so basically that town is about to be under hot lava. So, okay, what else we got here? Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Those are all just the stories that caught my attention. And I can bore you with some other ones, but I won't. And for time's sake, I want to be short, concise, and to the point. So I'm curious to hear what is on your guys' mind or your radar. So let's get the phone lines open. I would definitely love to find out what's going on out here. There's, of course, Buku stories we didn't touch on. And, and so I was going to talk about it. I, I mean, I'm probably not going to talk about it, but you know, here's another news story that is just – 
just how timely is this story here? I, I'm not going to get involved in it just because I, I know what I where I stand. But Pope Francis officially approves priest blessings for same-sex couples. So not sure what Lord he serves, but yeah, I'll leave that right there. <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk. I'm curious to hear what you guys keep your minds on, man. What else is happening out here? What's worth bringing to the table? Give me a call. Phone lines are open. We'll see where it takes us. If we get some interaction, we go long. If we don't, we cut it short. However you guys want to do it. Or throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. And I'll definitely love to uh, share my thoughts. Uh, it says 60% of global trade goes through the Red Sea. That doesn't sound right. Uh, 100%. And I'd imagine, I saw some uh, um, some graphics showing how a lot of the activity trade-wise coming from Eastern Hemisphere, Africa, I mean, not Africa, or the Eastern side of Africa, you got from the Indonesian area, you got from Australia, you got from China. It all comes around through the Indian Ocean and up through that area. So there's a lot of activity that, you know, on me, we on this side of the world don't get a chance to see. So I'm not sure if it's 60 or what, but a lot of activity goes away, especially heading to Europe. And so from Europe, then on right on through the Mediterranean to us. So I don't know the routes myself, but uh, I'd imagine the fact that those routes may be slowing down or offline. It's not accidental because I'm not quite sure how militants, how some unorganized militants can cause so much disruption unless you got military might or military powers that stand down and allow those individuals to, you know, drive some small rinky dinky ships and just cause themselves terrorizing some major, you know, tankers and things like that. That just sounds a little bit suspicious to me. So that would be my guess. Oh, what else we got here? Um, yeah, the uh, patrol forces consist of most of European countries. Uh, for the Red Sea region, you see what you're referring to? Let me know. Uh, did he say hoopty? <laughs> Euro dollar. The Euro dollar. Yeah, like that that's a whole web of of confusion. Is that's a good thing. Toya says she received a uh she received a notification. That's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. So I'm glad to know some people get notified. All right, let's talk. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Northern California. Give me one second here. I thought I had my thought I had my my speaker on so I can actually hear you over the speaker. Give me one second here. All right, let's try it again. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh oh, did I lose her? Give me one second. All right, go ahead again. Interesting. So I, I I have seen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, also, because usually aren't so sophisticated that three generals can get along to even think of coming up with something like that. I was wondering, maybe what were your thoughts on it? Maybe being a, a Russian sponsored coup thing going on down there because Russia did just uh, sign a contract 
with uh, uh, Bernanke Basco for for the uh, to build a uh, nuclear power plant there. So, so they're working well. All three of those countries are working real tight with Russia, and now they all want to join together and become one country. And I just I, I find it particularly weird that three generals, so just the coup, two of them want to give up power. It just sounds weird to me. Yeah, again. great question there. So I wasn't aware of those developments directly, but I were I was paying attention to uh, I think it was um, some politician, I think, in Niger uh, last week was talking about uh, their desire to because something about the some about, about the French franc and how their goal was to get rid of that French franc currency as well as close all the banks. So that's what I was familiar with. So this recent development development of those three merging, I'm not familiar with it, but it's good news to say the least, just because it's resistance against the West. Now, who's helping orchestrate it, whether it's Russia or other powers that be, I don't know. But anytime you see a resistance against, aka former colonizers in the French colonies and stuff like that, to me, that is... And that's interesting to say the least. So, I'm totally down with what they're doing. The guy, Tina Fasco, actually has reorganized a lot of their uh, natural resource companies where it now benefits the people, which it never has before. So, I'm totally down with everything they're doing because it's benefiting the people. Whoever it was, I'm sure, uh, you know, everyone blames the West, and, and I'm sure they're quite responsible but i'm sure everybody is like you know all the big players are responsible yeah right for, for suppressing you know so there's a lot of blame to go around on that one i'm just happy to see that they're getting their their, their stuff together and and it looks like because if you look at it also from an economic standpoint the for future workforce they have a very very young population mm -hmm. a little bit younger than the indian population and, and they're looking at india right now as being a a big leader in production because of their population and the way it's growing. Yeah. So if you look at Central, Central West Africa, their population is even younger, and they've got a lot of them. So the possibility to educate them and, and get them trained in, in you know resource development, other things that take their country up to the next level, mm -hmm. they, they are set. And I've often said that that area is actually would be a good area for investment potential for, for the future because yeah. of that. Yeah. Hey, I agree, man. Good point there. Way to bring that to the table. That's something I have not been keeping an eye on, but you know, definitely you have just res the resistance itself is, is well worth mentioning, man. So I appreciate you bringing that to our attention. And I'll definitely keep an eye on that for now because I am curious to, you know, you know, stay on top of that one. So appreciate your call, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sir. You have a good day. You too. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. That's another topic that I didn't touch on and, and I didn't know how, how fast they were moving. I know that they were trying to uh, get rid of the French franc. And so it looks like they are really making some moves, talking about forming their own currency. So hopefully it lasts. You know, I know that region is very rich in natural resources. So it'd be great if they're able to actually take advantage of those resources for their own people. But then again, it's unfortunate that, you know, absolute power corrupts. So those guys, you know, they already, you know, basically took over the country. So will they actually spread some of the love throughout to their people? Hopefully they do, but ah, time will tell. And then how many more African countries will probably follow suit? So anyway, good question there. Good, good thoughts there. Bring it up, bring it up to the table, man. All right, so phone lines are open. Hopefully I can get my, get my stuff working. I want to make sure I can use it over the speaker. So give me a call. Let's talk. Curious to hear what else is on your radar. Hopefully my volume works right. Okay, keep it moving. 
Ah, yeah, buddy. Da, 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 da. Catholic Church. <laughs> uh, question: If the U.S. if the U.S. has if the U.S. has a digital dollar, uh, will it still be the U.S. dollar or a worldwide dollar? Um, great question, Head. So I'd imagine if the digital dollar, which is or the rebranding of what we have now, which is all predominantly digital, uh, if it was to be utilized just in a different format, I'd imagine they're going to use it uh, on the ledger uh, of a publicly, not publicly, but a private ledger that's visible to them for every single transaction. So it still will be labeled and known as the dollar It's just going to be um, eventually at some point in the future, solely a digital unit. I'd imagine, you know, into this decade here, cash may no longer be heavily utilized or recommended or encouraged. So it'll still be a dollar. You know, it's still going to be USD. It'll probably be like an EUSD, just rebranding or something like that. Now, domestically, I mean, domestically, it'll be our national currency still. But then internationally, it will not be viewed at and held and utilized the same way that the current dollar structure is now. And when I mean dollar structure, now I mean more so that our liabilities, a.k.a. reserves in our bonds. And so I think that's going to be the biggest shakeup which will ultimately impact us here when it comes to using our dollars, because there's a lot of them things floating out there and they all got to be accounted for somehow, some way. So, but yeah, the USD AKA dollar ain't going nowhere. It's going to be rebranded, treated differently internationally. Still what we're you still what we're forced to use here because we have to pay taxes and it's going to be legal tender, whatever, whoever issues it or however it's issued and handled. So Neil says, what do you think about platinum and the price? Okay, considering it is 1230 to mine and it's uh one ounce and it's selling for 950-ish. Neil, you are the platinum expert. I am not. I don't follow it, unfortunately. Uh, but it is a precious metal. Um, and it's utilized not in the monetary sense, but then again in the industrial sense. So it will be needed, and so therefore it will be heavily utilized. So I'd imagine uh, if that is in your wheelhouse as far as rec- realizing the value difference there of what it costs to get out the ground, what it's going for via spot price, then that definitely could be a good opportunity to uh, take advantage of. Assuming that you are the one to get platinum coins like that. I don't I don't have any. So um, but let me uh, let me share with you something I've mentioned before. That I think can be could always be reiterated. Uh, let me bring this up here. So this is this is the world's real tangible wealth in ver- various forms. And so this table contains all of the resources that mankind needs for survival on this planet in some form or fashion, whether it be the gases, the metals, you name it. And so just looking at, uh, we have silver, we got copper, we got zinc, we got cadmium, we got palladium, we got platinum, we got gold, we got, so all of these metals in here, they're useful for something God gave them to us to have, we got, all this was given for us to have dominion over. It's unfortunate that the system, the way things have been set up, we forget, we forgot that the ground beneath our feet, it was given to mankind to, to dominate. And so now we rely upon all types of financialized products to consider as investments, but having exposure to a variety of items here, whether it be in mining form or you get out, get out and dig for yourself is the true definition of long-term sustainable wealth because it's in the ground. Therefore it's 
something that we need now or in the future. So I'm all for platinum, palladium, and even rhodium if you can find it. Because rhodium, I know, is like twenty. It was twenty thousand dollars an ounce or something like that. So, and all these other iniums out here that I know nothing about. So, if it's on its periodic table, it's a value. Therefore, if you can get some physically, you're gonna be all right. It's gonna be a lot better than holding fiat notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it says platinum to gold ratio looks pretty favorable for platinum. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Let me see if I'm missing any calls or what. Nope, no calls. What else is going on out here? Uh, Larissa, how you doing? Appreciate you for blessing us with your presence. We got Will Smith in the room. How you guys doing? Yeah, and for those who have not, if you haven't, hit that thumbs up, show your love for the channel. Hopefully that helps. The owl goes a little bit. It says, I believe the paper greenbacks of the US dollar will be uh, extremely valuable on the black market. People are going to be buying and selling a lot of things they don't want to, the government to know about. Very true. And that's where, okay, so I would say initially, yeah, but like, so just look at, you know, just go through some scenarios here. Just look at how in Venezuela, or Zimbabwe, you know, I'm sure we've all seen documentaries or whatnot. And when those currencies hyperinflated, people didn't want them. And so even when it comes to black markets, imagine like in Argentina, having to go around with a suitcase of paper notes to, to transact with because it's legal tender businesses still have to take it. But then again, they have the options of using dollars. So it's going to be, it's going to be whatever, the prevalent currency might be, I think, you know, depending on if, you know electricity, internet, or not. I, I think that digital assets will be something that people will learn to use and and end up probably end up using it. And then actual tangible items, whatever it is you might need, you'll use. But as far as the the dollar still, like there'll be a time for it. But in the long run, I think that people won't want the currency, even though it'll still be something they're required to accept for business purposes. But I just imagine, man, like at some point there's a lot, there's, there's enough paper out there that could hit the streets that people may or may not want to hold on to. So I don't know, but I'm sure people will take it, but willingly and wanting it, I'm not sure. This that's just me, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And I did miss some calls. Forgive me. Ah, what else you got here? Terrible, terrible waste of time. What do we got? Tony L. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, da, 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 da. What is this? Americonsium chemical symbol AM is a man-made radioactive metal that is solid under normal conditions. It is produced when plutonium absorbs neutrons in the nuclear reactors. Roth, I don't know nothing about that. Is that that's not on a periodic table, is it? And I'd imagine, you know, the periodic table I just showed, I'd imagine there's some elements on here that either we haven't discovered or they have intentionally kept off here just because of what they're capable of doing or being used for. So I imagine the periodic table that we've learned in school is not really something that uh, is the biggest of all. Uh, sure, Tony, that's going to be an option as well. I'm sure if you can, you know, wait, you know, depending on how long it takes to transact. I mean, if it's not instantaneous, I'm not sure people are going to want to wait around and wait for the uh, payment to actually clear. 
but there's other methods out there. Acquired a swap. Uh, Jay says uh, the United Kingdom acquired a swap from paper to plastic uh, currency, then voided their paper currency. Uh, yeah, I saw that. So, for, to my knowledge, the U.S. might be the only country left where the currency is still the cloth, paper, yada yada. Because I think every other nation is damn near plastic, especially all Central America is all plastic with the little see-through stuff. Anyway, hello, caller. Where are we calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve, Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, I was calling him to see what you thought about uh, uh, the imam there in Michigan that dropped that lump of coals uh, in our stockings for Christmas uh, with, with the jihad stuff. Uh, I didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it, it's in the email there. If you can, if you can toss that to uh, put it in the queue there. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah a Michigan imam um, uh, is urging jihad uh, against the U.S. from inside. Uh, you would think that the government should should be able to go round him up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he definitely is a threat to national security. <laughs> Uh, That's correct. Oh, oh man. Do you have it there? Uh, no, it's not in my e- inbox. Let me uh, let me see. I don't see it in my inbox. Let me. It says Imam, uh, etc. Oh, when you say, yeah, I'm not seeing it in the day. I'm not seeing I'll it. I'll go ahead. I'm going to send it to you right after I get off the phone. Yeah, okay, I, fi- I found it. I pulled, I pulled up something. Let me pull up this here. But uh, this is definitely concerning, said at least. But then again, yeah. not surprised. Watch Mr. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's in your backyard. But you would think that they would go round him up to, to, to say something like that. But yeah. uh, who knows? Wouldn't that be considered hate? Wouldn't that, wouldn't, that be really, wouldn't that really be considered hate speech at its finest? To be urging um, attacks and stuff, yeah, on the U.S. That, that's I'd, I'd say those are terrorist threats. Yeah. So, but, uh, what the government does, who knows? But uh, I'll go and resend that to you uh, right up, right to get off the phone here. For sure. And I'll go ahead and uh, get back to the show. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks for bringing that to my attention. I didn't even know about it. My own back, my own backyard. Thank you. <laughs> interesting interesting yeah that's that's that would be that's the, the epitome of hate speech <laughs> declare jihad on the country it's like okay we know what that means but then again it's like that's how that's how upside down our world is to where you can have outright hate speech in that magnitude you know it goes beyond religious that's like pure terrorist type talk but then again that's associated with that particular you know extremism of of, of faith and the politicians, you can't touch that, man. It's off limits. That's it's off limits. Why? Why? Because that woke slash, like, you know, don't want to speak truth. So I got a like sugarcoated type of narrative crap. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, did that, that, that God creates all things. 100. Oh, what else we got here? We got a revolution. They don't pagan news taller. 
Uh, let me see. I don't see any other thoughts or questions on here. It says, what do you think about Russia's newest nuclear power powered rockets they're rocking on, working on and the possible of uh, nuclear engines for space travel? Um, yeah, that's another thing to bring to the topic there. I haven't dived into Russia's nuclear capabilities. I know that they are probably sitting on some things that uh, technology wise that we can't really quite fathom. Well, then again, we have stuff as well, but not familiar with it. Don't know much about it. As far as nuclear power going out of space, I, I doubt we're leaving this. I doubt we're leaving this this sphere anytime soon. So, yeah, the idea that they're still trying to sell us that we're gonna, you know, colonize other places we can't even take care of ourselves here. Yeah, I don't really fall for that. So, I don't think man is actually leaving. We're not leaving. We're not going nowhere. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Uh, says just just uh, goes to show. Just go to show that a politician can promise, uh, and a month later is uh, like, oh, those promises, yeah, forgot about them. Yeah, whatever it takes to get elected. That's pretty much what it goes down to. Tony B says, what do we need to talk about? Oh, just it's free game, man. Follow us. I open free game, and I uh, want to find out what everybody keeping their eyes on and keep it moving. But other than that, probably about to get ready to dial back just because I got some other things to tend to, but I did want to check in. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey, no problem, my friend. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, I uh, appreciate uh, what you and, and you and Mario do together. Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's helping to to enlighten the people. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Carly. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, you know what on my mind is is the. Uh, is, is what is happening on all the different fronts mm-hmm. and uh, as far as the war goes. And I think that uh, this is an intentional destruction of, uh, of civilization here in the United States. They're, they're going to break us down to the point, both through the borders and with wars on all ends, so that they can implement a new control system. Mm-hmm. And because of that, is why we need to unify and because of that why people like you and Mario and, and all the other people that uh, that I listen to that have same beliefs that uh, that you share mm-hmm. that uh, that we, we need to stick together we need to prepare and, and you know uh, you know hoarding precious metals is not the only thing we need to do right. because uh, you know we, we need to have we're going to resort to a more of a tribal type situation mm-hmm. And you know what? I live in a community where people have goats and chickens, and uh, and we share. I actually trade, you know, forty percent silver coins for my uh, for my eggs and my raw milk that mm-hmm. comes from uh, from a lady's farm. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we're going to uh, I think we're going to find ourselves more in a situation like that where if you're not prepared with with real uh, you know, out of debt, having solid assets, um, in, in a sense, you know, silver and gold to trade for what you need. And most importantly is to be able to provide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree, man. I do agree. No, but hopefully, you know, as time moves forward, especially in this new year, more people are able to come to realization of what the the, our government is doing because our government is the biggest enemy at the end of the day. Like, you know, I always mention we have a governance crisis. So our government is our number one enemy. So if people realize that it's not, you know, black, white, green, blue, 
whatever the stuff they try to pump us with, realize it's our actual government, then hopefully people can stand up bit by bit, whatever that means to you and, uh, you know, take some type of action. But other than that, you know, self-preservation is going to be key, man. So appreciate you, my friend. Well, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Our, our, our biggest enemy is our government because right now all in an effort to, uh, to try to keep the price of oil down during an election or a selection uh, of presidency, uh, is, is happening right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to do everything. And, and meanwhile, we're exporting all this oil out of our country mm-hmm. and just to keep the markets down. But meanwhile, we're causing so much havoc and so much poverty among our own people. Yeah. And if we were to cut off and, and, and you know, what? I, there's so few politicians out there that really understand what's going on or, 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 will, or willing to speak about it, or willing to speak about it. <laughs> well, well, they're, well, they're benefiting so greatly, Mike, mm-hmm. from off of the legs of, of us uh, middle class and us, uh, you know, upper and middle and lower class. Mm-hmm. You know that they're benefiting so greatly. Uh, you know what? This is this is my feeling. You know what? The Biden crime family mm-hmm. has taken a few ten million dollars, or maybe a hundred million dollars. But in exchange, have cost us tens of trillions of dollars. Yeah, as, as a people, and and that's the devastation, and that's where we you know, forget about Nancy Pelosi um, making eighty <laughs> percent and beating Warren Buffett's averages. Yeah, you know, forget about all that. <laughs> the fact is, is that they're stealing it right out from underneath of us, mm-hmm. and we're allowing it to happen, and our younger. Our younger people are so worried more about what's happening with the new uh, the new videos that are coming out that, that they're not even able to listen to. I, I sat my kids down during Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. and I brought them a couple of pieces of. Can, can I still speak a minute or two? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I get yeah. Yeah, learn something. Go ahead. I I I sat my kids down during Thanksgiving, and I showed them a couple of uh, one dollar, two dollar and fifty cent. $10 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. And I said, people you can trade with this. And then I showed him a silver quarter and I explained to him, you know, your father is an old guy, you know, that's why, I, you know, I got all my whiskers and everything, but I used to buy gasoline mm-hmm. with, with one of the quarters per gallon. Really? And, and now, yeah, that's all I am. Okay. I don't want to date myself any further. But <laughs> no, but, but I said, but now if, 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 if I were to trade my 1964 quarter in for the dollars that it's worth, I could still buy a gallon of gas. Mm-hmm. And that's why saving dollars is, is the worst way that you can do it because that's what they want you to do. They've established 401ks. They've established all these retirement places that, that they put you in so that you Stay into an system. economic debt system. Mm-hmm. Hey, hundred percent, man. Yeah, and I think my kids are beginning to understand it because you know what? I showed them something that I bought back in in between the day of the birth of my two children, right mm-hmm. around 1994. I bought a quarter ounce gold eagle, mm-hmm. and I paid ninety dollars for it. Yeah, and I asked them, I go, "What is it worth now?" And they said, oh, I don't know, maybe $200. And I said, no, it's worth $530. (laughs) That's how how quickly, that's how quickly our dollar has lost its value. Yeah. Hey. Hey, And and, and it's lost value 
that quick from the time span that I was just describing, mm-hmm. it's going to lose it at light speed from here to the next two years. Well, we'll see, man. But I, I, I hope, I'll hold you to that. We'll, we'll find out. That's, that's, my, that's mighty fast right there. I, I would say <sighs> 26, 26, two years from now. But then again, the way the way things are going, man, any something can break in in this upcoming year and really cause uh, the price to just shoot through the roof to where we see figures that we couldn't imagine. Well, so, Mike, go ahead. Well, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that uh, come by the the middle or at least by the middle of next year or at least until this war erupts that we will spend one trillion dollars a month fortifying everything? <sighs> a month, one trillion a month. But- so this, so this We're coming. very close to it already. It's only taken us two and a half months uh, to to spend a trillion. Yeah, and and now we're we're going to have wars on all these different fronts. Do, do you think that do you think that uh, come the middle of next year that we'll be at the point where we're spending a trillion dollars a month to cover our debt mm-hmm. uh, for all the, for all the treasuries that the Federal Reserve is buying? Mm-hmm. Okay. At, and and that nobody else wants, and to supplement all, all the wars, and, and 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 you know it's something nobody's talking about right now. What's that? Our military activity is going to cost us fifty percent more because you know what? In order to keep people involved and going into battle, mm-hmm. or at least enlisting, you have to pay more. They're gonna have to. Have <laughs> uh, so the way you put all those. Uh different points together i could definitely see a trillion a month and that's on that's that's on that's without any unforeseen events that also could be lurking around the corner in the form of some type of emergency stimulus injection so basically the fed or federal reserve balance sheet could literally you know go to 20 you know 25 trillion easy if need be in events in event in the event that something happens in the banking system or just subsidizing uncle sam for the next couple years so yeah, it's going to go up before it goes down. So they're going to spend more before they don't. So, so, yeah. so, so Mike, is my understanding correct that we all are right now um, supplementing the Japanese? That you know, <laughs> the name is at the end of my tongue. I can't think of it. No, so we're now supplementing no, yeah. the, Japanese, the large Japanese bank who is entering our reverse repo. Yeah. And on top, that's just that's just what we know about. And it's good to say they're going to be subsidizing a couple more banks as they implode. Because I'd imagine the Swiss bank that was UBS that has some issues, they're probably still on a hook and need some help. So it's going to be a lot more banks coming, man. <laughs> so yeah. So so now we're adding banks, adding wars, uh, to to spend a trillion dollars keeping the whole world afloat, or at least everybody who's not our enemy, the West, right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think when we get to one trillion, we're probably going to say, oh, you know what? This will probably be two trillion by the middle of 2025. Hey, God forbid, man. But hey, thanks for calling in, my friend. Good talking to you. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, be good. <laughs> oh, man. Some good thoughts there. Good, good thoughts there. Oh my goodness. Um, so what I wanna what I wanted to mention real quick, something else that uh is fine under the radar, uh, is this right here. I saw this text from Dr. Simone Gold, one of the very outspoken healthcare professionals during this this previous health issue the world faced. And she's really talking about the World Health Organization's current pandemic agreement and how they're not giving up on this treaty. 
with their goal of trying to make sure every single country signs up and basically signs away their sovereignty. And so this is something she put out this uh, this evening. It said the latest draft of the World Health Organization's pandemic agreement would require countries to increase censorship and crack down on taxpayers who disobey mandates. The WHO is using the pandemic as a pretext to dictate global policy. And this is right underneath something else where this is from Ben Swan. It says WHO whistleblower, Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger says that John Hopkins has uh, released a pandemic plan for SPARS 2025 through 2028. They will not stop. So basically you have the world health organization really looking to push through this pandemic treaty to lay the framework for their ability to control nations when the next event hits. And so literally when they said, you know, this far as 2025 and beyond, I'm thinking like, okay, so at this current moment, the way things appear to be uh, being set up is that if this treaty, if this treaty go through, that puts you know, every government in lock and step with their agenda. So they can call the shots when it comes to the health for every country. And then the rollout of some, the next pandemic or whatever it is, they're going to throw out there to actually use that authority that they were given from this treaty in real time. So literally that's what they're working on right now. Then 2025, 2026, we can clearly see what they would like to see happen uh, to the world. And so that's something that doesn't get talked about at all. And the entities is using that outside of alternative media. So shining light on stuff like that on the, the role of the world health organization and lack thereof and getting rid of those enemies would be something worth a while as well. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to talk about stuff like that. And of course it might be a censor here, but you know, good thing I'll be on rumble too. So anyway, but that is something worth keeping an eye on, man, because they got plans. They got plans and it's not in our favor. All right. But that being the case, I'm about to dial back. It's 53 minutes. I got a couple calls. I forgive, forgive me. God, I got some other things to take care of, but for those who have stuck around, Hope you guys enjoyed the interaction with the chat as well as the call-ins and went through seven, eight articles of things that caught my attention, just stuff we're keeping an eye on. And I think one of the most important ones is this, this World Health Organization pandemic treaty stuff as well. So, But once again, they're not going to give up, so we can't either. So stay prayed up, get your weight up, have fun, enjoy life, get your prey on, and help win souls for the kingdom is ultimately what it's about, my good people. All right, with that being the case, that's all she wrote for me. And I will be back uh, tomorrow, Lord willing, if I can. So with that being the case, I'll see you guys later. Shalom.